0: Aloha, this is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I interviewed Matt and Bob of Gotham Underground Comics and Collectibles. Now let's get started. I am here interviewing Matt Whiteley, owner of Gotham Comics and Collectibles. And his um, one of his customers who's helping him out on the social media is Bob Bleicher, is that correct? Bleicher, Bleicher. 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 I'm sorry, very. I'm sorry about that, guys. So, okay. So, um, before we begin, can you guys um promote your social the store's social media? Where can people follow you on um, the store on social media?
1: Okay, so you can find us on just uh, gucomicshop.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Gotham Underground. Um at Twitter at Gotham Underground CS and uh our Facebook oh man <laughs> there's too many honestly yeah. there's too many Don't worry. uh so there's so uh Twitter you is said CS. Yeah. Gotham if you search okay sorry, sorry uh Twitter is G U Comic Shop, mm-hmm. uh Instagram is Gotham Underground uh facebook is gotham underground cs and or just gotham underground you can search and tiktok is gotham underground TikTok, yeah we do tiktok gotta have tiktok well i do tiktok um it's really uh you know not that great (laughs) But, uh, but just in case anybody's interested in you know watching me use filters and do fun stuff okay
0: all right now before i continue i'm going to just give a short history to our listeners so um i started on twitter last february um my local common shop dragon's layers um was early on you know started to follow me what was really nice about you guys you guys were you know like you guys like also, start to follow me early on. So I want to say thank you very much. Not only just following with me, but also interacting with me as well. So thank you guys for doing that. Of course, um, yeah. You know, yeah. No, if you if you follow us, and we you know we'll follow
1: you back, and you talk to us, we'll talk back. Like always, you know, yeah. You know, it's the best way of uh you
0: know making making
1: new internet
0: friends. Yeah. No, thank you very <laughs> much. And then. Um, Let's see. Also, can um, either Matt or Bob, um, can you guys give me your store address and the hours? So in, like when it's safe to travel, you know, uh, you know, and if people are guy, if people are the listeners are in your area and they want to go, hey, I want to go to a local comic shop. I heard about, you know, I heard about um, Gotham Underground Comics. Where are you guys located? So we're in
2: Ramsey, New Jersey. Uh, we're on 147 East Main Street. Store hours changed due to COVID. Um, we were open seven days a week. Okay. Um, now we're open Wednesday through Saturday, like 12 to six. Um, you know, at, when, when everything is safe to travel again, it'll be back to, you know, probably six days a week. I kind of like putting books out on Tuesday and not being interrupted, but uh you know, we'll be back to normal. You know, usually twelve to eight or Saturdays were ten to eight on normal
0: times. Okay, all right. Now I'm going to start with you guys. With the um, actually with um, for you guys, what for you know, Matt and Bob, I'm going to ask. You know, where did you guys grow up? So I grew
2: up in Oakland, New Jersey. Um, that was where our first shop was. I kind of wanted to give back to my community. Um, I lived there for the first thirty years of my life. Mm-hmm. So a small little quiet town used to be like a a lumber town back when. So Washington stayed there. Yeah. George Washington stayed in Oakland. That's their claim to fame.
1: Oakland is uh, very close to Morristown, whereas, you know, the the whole Washington's army stayed there. So that's, you know, we're we're a revolutionary town. Revolution. And you grew up in? I grew up in Park Ridge, which is northern. uh, You know, it's north. It's on the New York border. Okay. Uh, but the uh, uh, Rock, the Rock, Rockland County border. Um, so I spent, I grew up there, and then I kind of just moved around after I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And now I live in, I lived in Oakland in the last ten years, eight years. I don't know. My wife will kill me because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. So uh. right. And it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a decade. It's been, I think, because uh, we got married in 2008, and we moved. To, well, I think we bought the house in 2011.
0: So. I think 10 years. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. Drew from comics for fun and profit has a question for you guys. You know, um, what was your first comic that you guys read? So the first comic I can remember
2: reading. Yes. Um, is amazing. Spider-Man 361. actually the first appearance of carnage. Um, and the only reason I actually, I would have been eight when that came out. And the only reason I even remember that is because at that time, that comic store was overcharging on the day of release. So instead of, a, you know, a buck 50 or a buck 25, whatever it was then, they charged me and my older brother, $10.
0: Oh my God.
2: And, you know, and the only reason I remember is because my dad <laughs> marched down to that store huh. It was like, you're taking advantage of, you know, an eight and 11 year old. Yeah. So that sticks out to me. It's a, it was a, it was a comic shop in Oakland back when I grew up. I don't remember. It was either like books a million or. A, a, a plus, I, I plus comics. Like a
1: plus, a plus comics. They didn't mean. last
2: very long. Uh, they when with the crash, they crashed and. You so know. I, I grew up, I grew up, my dad grew up in Frank
1: Lakes, which is the next town over from Oakland. So I actually grew up, I spent almost every weekend in Oakland. So I know the same places. Like I know the pizza places and stuff like that. So I know the
2: store. I've been to that store too. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and I still can't remember the name of the Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but that, was,
2: that is my earliest memory of an uh, actual comic. I mean, I'm sure I read little kid comics, but oh, mm-hmm. but that's like your first actual comic. Right.
1: Bob,
0: what about you? Uh,
1: the first comic I remember reading was <laughs> Batman 431. Mm-hmm. And my uh, kid I went to school with, now I don't know if this is true, if I made this up, but I can remember that a kid I went to school with said that his uncle was Mike DiCarlo, the letterer.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And so I had, he I guess he gave it to me or something like that. Um, I remember, you know, I know I got, I had like little kids' comics and stuff right. like that, you know, um, but. I was lucky enough that the town I grew up in, I was close enough to a store called um, Paperback Exchange, which sold just like just it was all long boxes of comics and like nothing was really like it was that dusty kind of old you know store. Oh, I love that. I mean, I grab, you'd be able to get like Silver Rage, Iron Man books for you know ten bucks. Yeah. Um, but I got you know so I get stuff there, and then another kid in my who was a few years older than me, his dad actually pitched for the Texas Rangers mm-hmm. and he opened for like I you know it's cool. not very long but he he uh opened up a store a card shop and was a baseball and, and also carried comics so I can remember like vividly remember like buying spawn one and how stoked that
2: was That's dope. but my it's town also
1: town. had a, a convenience store cashes and they had newsstand comics. Yes. So I always every day I just be like, Mom, can I have you know whatever? Dad. Yeah. See, I don't remember and- that.
2: We're three years. Old. I don't remember. Yeah. Like newsstand comics. I don't remember going and seeing a spinner rack and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a spinner- I Had one
1: story. I had a spinner rack. I, I was just- loved that. Now, you know, are they all gone now? Probably. Are they all worthless? Probably. Who you knows? <laughs> you know.
0: It was late eighties. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Let's see. Um. Um, where did you guys meet? So we
2: actually met at the shop at Gotham Underground. uh Bob came in to buy books again after he ratted me out to my competition that you know there was a store opening up close to them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Little did he know that I had gone to that same store since I was seven, yeah or five um so Corey, the owner of that store, told him. Matt's a good dude. Go check him he's out. A, he's a really <laughs> nice guy. You should go th- go see that check out a store.
1: Like, okay. So I go in and you know, it's it's small. It's new.
2: So uh, obviously, my that ex- store was really my small.
1: expectations were not high. No. And uh, you know, we just kinda clicked. Yeah, yeah, no, and like it was like, you know, uh man, he, he's really struggling. You know, it was him and his wife to get books up and you know, <laughs> Wednesday morning
2: and oh, it was trying
1: to get then. trying to make sure to get get everything done. And so I just started helping, you know, like I was like, I got nothing to do. Like I, I legitimately had nothing to do. I had no child. My wife was working. I had nothing to do. Well,
2: I it's funny do. because back back when when you open a store, you're on probation period with Diamond. So oh. you don't get your books on Tuesday. You get them on Wednesday for six months. And you're at the mercy of UPS because you yeah. could tell, them, hey, be here at 10 because we open at 12. Yes, they must go up at 1 so me and my wife would be putting out books and people would come in the store and just start digging through the grabbing, boxes. Yeah, grabbing, gra- yeah, the, and grabbing the piles. Oh, was was a it was a nightmare. So when Bob finally started helping, it was so much faster that
1: it was a godsend. And right? then, you know, as I said, I was like, your, your social media is really bad, man. Haven't you ever thought about maybe trying to um, do a little bit more with that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but I don't have any time. So you want to do it? You can do it. I was like, "All right, I guess I'll do it." And yeah. Gonna pay me in comics, and so I haven't paid for a new comic book in five years. <laughs> so, and that's and and out of that, we've grown a friendship that is uh, it, it crosses all. Yeah, I mean, orders. We, we talk it's, every day. It's, it's, it's not only do we talk every day, but like we're opposites on so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, we probably wouldn't normally be friends right. in a given situation, but it worked. It just out. worked, yeah. you know.
0: No, that's great. And it then, um, um, okay. So, sorry, I'm going to continue on. Sorry, did you want anything? Add anything else, Matt? Sorry. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. Okay, because this kind of goes into. So, you know, um, how did the idea of Gotham Underground Comics come about? Uh, so.
2: I, uh, got married. I, my wife got pregnant. I was going to school actually for phlebotomy, uh, you know, drawing blood. I uh, didn't enjoy it. I didn't like working for other people. I never have. I've always wanted to own a store since I was five. It was always my, my dream. Yes. Uh, So one day my grandfather pulled me aside and told me, you know why don't you open up that shop that you've always wanted to and i told him you know i need 50 grand to open grandpa can't do it one day i woke up and i had 50 grand in my bank account from my grandfather and he told me you know go chase that dream so i started working on it you know and i started putting together a business plan and he actually he passed 2 weeks before we opened sorry yeah no you know it, he was 99 years old so he had a very beautiful life and every day is a tribute to him. You know, we we keep going and keep grinding for grandpa. So that's really that's how it started. I it it was a shock. It was uh this wasn't planned. It is something like I said, I've always wanted, but he made it happen.
0: Um I'm gonna say that's 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 really cool. That's very that's really nice and he was a good dude
1: and it's, a, it's also something i've always wanted to do mm-hmm. and um, i just get to piggyback on someone else
2: so. <laughs> you put in your work and it's I, all right.
1: I, I know i put in the, i put in the effort the work and everything but it is it did make it better to like actually get to like be doing something that i've always wanted to do yeah you know
2: when when you, you, know. you have when you do something that you love it's not work so like i'm happy
1: i'm happy like if right. i was even if it, it was like a real job i i'd still be thrilled to right. wake up every morning and, mm-hmm. and do,
2: yeah and get do to play it. with comics and you talk know, to people just, that love yeah,
1: you know mm-hmm. it, it beats beats video editing and all the
0: other stupid things like right you that's exactly exactly. exactly know. I mean? like, exactly. You know. Nope. all right um so um how did the story get its name? oh man uh don't forget to talk about our our guy
2: stitches yeah yeah so, yeah, that's actually what happened first was uh, my brother came up with the idea of our logo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and one of his best friend's wife is a graphic designer. So we kind of told her what we, we want and she kind of ran with it. And once we saw the logo, we kind of wanted it to be a, a speakeasy-esque story of Stitches is the leader of the resistance and the superheroes band. Mm-hmm. Um, so he leads the charge, and that's kind. And of, so we, it was kind of the underground of Gotham, you know. Yes. Funny with how things turned out, but uh, that's that's really how it started. It was just we kind of stumbled upon it, and I. It, funny, I didn't even know it was a comic series. I didn't know Gotham Underground was a comic series. Oh,
0: okay. No. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um And that's the question I always get. Oh, you must have loved that storyline. I'm like, I've never what, re- never read it line? <laughs> Never, but one of my customers like a year ago brought me in all of them and now they're framed on our wall. Uh-huh. Pretty cool.
0: So now can you describe your logo? Because you know, you know, of course this, you know, this is for an audio podcast. And if people will visit your website, they'll see well, the logo. But so it, the logo is kind of a a gangster.
2: He you kinda, you know, pinstripe and suspenders and then yeah, a fedora. And he's kind of just—it's kind of the Joker meets, yes, you no, know, V for Vendetta esque type character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, yeah. I mean, I—if you look at all the logos, yes, I think we have the best logo of a comic store that I have ever seen. Now, I'm obviously a little biased in that. Well, that's the thing we get comments on most is like, oh, it's such a great logo. And, oh, I want this on a hat. Oh, I want this on a shirt. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. But, yeah, no, but, yeah, it's pretty cool because when I first see it, it's because it reminds me a little bit about the Joker. And he's got that fear, like, shh, idea. Yep. That's It's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Okay. um, Your merchandise stuff, I'm going to touch about that a little bit later because I'm sure people are going to ask, or can buy shirts or, you know, the hoodie that you have a oh, yep. hoodie, right. You have on. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Um, can you tell me how big is the store? So the current store is,
2: uh, 1100 square feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's separated in three, I'll call them showrooms. Okay. One we have is just comics. And then one is like back issues and a few toys. Then we have a pop room,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we actually have a kitchen. Weird enough, no stove or anything. But we got a fridge. We have cabinets, um, and then I have my office. But so of showroom, probably nine hundred feet. Okay, it's a, it's a decent sized store. We're probably like a mid size, you know, for a comic shop, obviously. Yeah, um, but it's a very open floor plan. Oh. Okay.
1: Did you tell them that it was a gallery? yeah, it was an art gallery? So we have awesome track lighting, yeah. We have track
2: lighting everywhere, and
1: that's pretty cool. yeah, um, yeah. It's
2: a very upscale looking lots, shop.
1: We have lots of wall space,
2: <laughs> not, anymore, not anymore, but
1: we, you know, on, but wall space, yeah. It's it was
2: a it was the perfect location. We're right on the main road, yes. Uh, we used to be next to a
1: movie theater, but they went under. yeah that was a
2: huge part so
1: yeah um you know there's just tons of the you know it's a main street there's a farmer's market from Uh may to october every sunday so so our sundays are always really you know you just get random people coming in so
2: the location's amazing i ramsey was a huge move for us it worked out really well um it's probably about double the size of our previous store. But with a basement,
1: a kitchen at and yeah. At, that, at, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, we have so much that we don't even realize we had so like yep. it's it's uh it's a it's it's nice. When I when I come in here I I I'm always amazed at how clean like how clean and nice everything is. And yeah, it's, it might be white and just black and white and you know, we didn't really like kind of whatever, but it just looks so much cleaner than so many other places that I've been. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah, it's not you know. cluttered. There's no like yes. mm-hmm. boxes everywhere. It's very simple. It's laid out. It's that's the way it's got to be. That's the way I, I couldn't it do to. it. I
1: could, yeah, I wouldn't be able to. And right now we have some dead stock boxes up here. Uh, you know, because we used to take them to shows, uh, our local shows, and, and we just sell all right. dead stock. Now
0: they've been piling up for a year. Yes. I'm like. Yeah. No, Much clutter, so much much clutter. Yeah, that'll be gone. It'll be gone in spring. (laughs) Yeah, but Matt and Bob, because it sounds like your shop. Because what what's really what I'm hearing from you guys is guys, you guys take pride in your shop. It's like when you have someone, first time customer that walks in, they're gonna go, This is this is a nice setup. Yeah, because I because you know, Bob, I know what you're talking about. It's like, you know, you there's you know, I know there was one comic shop. I step in there and it's like, and they've closed on a long time ago. It was like, oh, musty. It was like, you know, it just felt um, real dusty and old. That's, I couldn't, I couldn't own a
2: shop. That was my first thing was everything had to be in order and everything had to be clean. Yes. You know, I, don't get me wrong. I love diving through some of those old dusty shops, but I couldn't own one. I couldn't live there, you know? So we, we take pride in keeping our shop clean. You know, every spring we power wash the building. We, you know, paint whatever needs to be painted. I walk around like a madman with um those magic erasers and any scuffs on the wall. I'm scrutt- Like it's something that. You know, we like
1: to hear from people like even in Oakland, it was, right. man, your shop is so clean.
2: Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I want you yeah. to bring your kids in and be like, wow, this place is clean. And, Obviously, now with the pandemic, that's helped a ton because we already yeah. kept those standards. Yeah. So
0: yes,
1: mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong. There is like you know, there's you know, there's going to be yeah, there's going to be some like but... you know, there's toys sitting up here that have been here for two years. So, yeah, I dust know? them. That's yeah, But you know, but like you know, things get a little dusty. Things get a little whatever. But we we you know we stay on top of it. And I said it's super hard with you know just Matt basically by himself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you know, we have help from some, you know, other co- customers who just yes. decided to help too, but like, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, to maintain all that. And yeah, I'm is, always here, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry, man. I was just going to comment because, you know, I know this is, you know, audio podcast, but I'm doing this over Zoom and I can see behind you, the you know, on the wall, you know, the complete covers of the, you know, some of your back issues. It's not like layered upon. Like, I I think, you you know how some, because there's not a staggering. Yeah. No, I want
2: everything full picture, you know? Yeah. yeah, So I'm worried about cramming, you know, an extra 50 books up there. Mm -hmm. If if you come and you say, Hey, I'm looking for this and I have a couple boxes of the wall books and stuff. You can come and
0: I'll show you whatever I have. I rather the display look nice. Yes. Yeah. Because then it's like, then it's clear that that's what I'm looking for. And then all you got to do is just here, let me get it for you. Instead of going, yeah. well, is that green lantern? And then you're yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So. All right. Um, let's see. Um, let me continue on. Now, when did the store open up? So the store opened in March of 2016. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I believe it was the 24th. If I'm, correct um but yeah so we're going on five years the five years that's you know a couple weeks here um and we moved here we moved here in 2018
1: april April, 2nd right right right. oh our grand opening was free Comic book day 2017 right we
2: had a soft opening for a month and then yep so we've been here for
0: almost three years and Mm -hmm. but the shop has been around for almost five years right yep yeah i'm gonna say um, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's, you know, it's a crazy ride. I'm I'm just asking, and <laughs> this is off the cuff, but um I I know because of the pandemic and stuff, um, I, I don't know what your guys are restrictions are in you know, pandemic or quarantine restrictions right now. What are you guys gonna try to do something for your fifth anniversary to celebrate? Funny, we were actually talking we about that this morning and, and we've been talking
2: about we're gonna it wait until uh, the spring, maybe June, because we've actually, we we're just talking to a few creators and we'll do something outside. We'll have a big, you know, five-year anniversary sale and we'll have a couple artists here to sketch some blank covers. Mm-hmm. Nice you know, day outside. We'll provide maybe some, I don't know. Right, food if, allow- if, possible. if we're, to, right. yeah, we, yeah, we're Whatever allowed we're allowed to, to do, you know, yes. we'll look
0: we'll as big as possible for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's see. Um, how else, you know, besides social media, how else do you guys um, promote the store? Like, do you guys try to go for like, you know, um, newspaper ads, TV ads? Um, you know, we, we we tried we <laughs> yeah. tried print marketing in the
2: beginning, and um, in
1: Oakland, yeah, and, and we didn't
2: really see any return on it. We were in the newspaper, we were in a few magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually even had ads in comics. Um, oh. So now with just social media, word of mouth. Yeah. We've been around long enough now that we also have a few stores like uh, there's a video game store in Hillsdale. Uh-huh. That over if anybody goes in there with, you know, comics or yes. looking for stuff, he sends them here and vice versa. So we have a couple stores like that that we, you know, work we also with.
1: Also had like the last few years we've been uh, mentioned, you know, we didn't win obviously, but like in uh, all, out of all of Bergen County 201 magazine We've been in the top four, f- top four, top, you know, that the the finalists in um, best bookstore only first. And now this year it was best of us, best, best, best collectible shop. Oh. So that helps being in, you know, that magazine. It does get circulated around the right. county pretty, you know, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's word of mouth. It's social media.
2: And events. I mean, we, we like, we told events, you we had the uh, shows and stuff. We, yeah, We do the shows. So we always bring business cards out. Uh, mm-hmm. We at our local movie theater. If they play like you know Avengers, were there well, handing out comics? When, when yeah, when they were there, um, so we do stuff like that as well. Local things, mm-hmm. just to spread word. I'm gonna
0: sorry. I'm gonna like um, go off the cuff. So like when that previous movie theater was around. So like if they're like you said, they're, they're playing Avengers. Were you guys like? Did you guys have a table there? Or why did, how yeah, did happen? That... Yeah. yeah, we would we
2: would be. In their lobby yeah. and we would have comics, we'd have pop, you know, we'd always bring whatever movie was happening. You know, we bring Thanos pops and stuff like that. And you'd always get questions and then one of us would be here because if they're stopping at the table, they're going to say, Oh, where are you located? And we're like, Oh, we're four stores down. Yes. And that movie theater helped so much with, you know, we would do the same thing. Like they'd leave the movie theater. And be like, Oh, go check out Gotham underground. Yes, um, and we, we get swarmed with people after the movie.
1: Also, did uh, we had a commercial that aired before the? Uh, oh yeah, we did that too
2: for advertising. Uh, yeah,
1: the movie theater. We did a commercial. Uh, yeah, like, before the know.
2: previews, we had, oh, we're we're unstable. Are we
0: freezing up? No, good. you guys are fine. Yeah,
2: yeah, so yeah, we before the previews, our ad played at the movie theater twice before every movie. Oh, cool! So, um, wow, that that's
0: pretty cool. So, um, how does that increase foot traffic? Um, this is off the cuff too. If you, in, in, you don't have to give me specific he does, he does numbers, forever. but did did you guys get repeat customers after that? Yes. Oh
2: yeah. We we have we have repeat customers a lot. Oh
0: okay. All right. But like I mean, let's say after let's say after someone watched Avengers movie, you know, they go hey, okay, I'll go buy your store. It wasn't a one time deal. They would like come back again. I mean, not, not all, but yeah, we had plenty of customers that would come in.
2: Oh, you know, I want to see where Thanos originated and he'd start picking up Thanos comics. And then that would, you know, springboard it into now I want to check out the guardians. Now I want to check out Avengers. And so, yeah, we, we got plenty of repeat customers
0: from that. That's so, long. that is pretty cool. That's- yeah, it was, It's a really, it was a good gig. That, yeah, that's really good. Now, before the pandemic and everything, I know you guys say you went to shows and events. Um, like, which um cons did you guys go to? So we, we haven't done any of the big ones. We haven't done San Diego or
2: Chicago or New York. Um, but we have two local shows. Um, well, no, we have one local show a month from uh, this guy named John Paul. It's Not in, in three Jersey different Colorado towns. Locations. Yeah, New Jersey Comic promotions yeah um and then we would do the local big ones like garden state comic fest and mm-hmm. east coast comic con and new jersey comic book expo mm-hmm. um shows were always always a good time
1: we did that one on long island i can't remember that suffolk
2: suffolk county suffolk comic county show county yeah
1: show. that was a little bit on the bigger end with the, more guests and stuff like that right. we did you know some ones that weren't uh, kind of con, which was this thing was really not a comic book. It was really of, a cosplay yeah, show, yeah, cosplay anime type thing. But like
2: you know, we were, we, we do know, whatever shows we can. You know, you know mm-hmm. whatever we can.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. um. What comic publishers do you carry most on your shelves right now? And just give me a general idea. You
1: yeah, know, generally right now, I said it's Marvel. Yes. Image
2: idw boom mad cave yeah
1: i was kind of like had a little list in my head so like so we listen mad cave we really love the guys at mad cave so mad cave Oni press scout source point um uh the awa awa abstract pretty much it's alive we we
2: try to carry i'd say we probably carry 95 percent of publishers like we don't do like
1: Every arrow book. so
2: zenoscope yeah, or... yeah
1: yeah and we don't do every book from every from no every but publisher but we try you know we grab we grab different things from different, you know from all over and we've had to cut down a lot i mean we used to be like in these the indie, indie store, you know but <laughs> you know we still kind of are in a way but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but with
2: the with the pandemic and you know we we shifted behemoth, a bit but,
1: you know like mm-hmm. it, you know we'll go back yeah, so it's basically when we're going through, especially when I go through and I do, like, the way we kind of do the the initial order is, like, I kind of go through it once mm-hmm. with what, our pull information, and then Matt goes back through and, like, looks at it. But I'll go through, and I'll look at all the indie stuff, and I'm yes. like, I was just like, no, I'd read this. Yeah. I'd read this. I'll take this. I'd yeah. read this. And then I'm yeah. like, you know, and then there's some stuff, obviously, where it's like, nah. but a couple companies that we will only, you know, definitely back, Mad Cave, uh, mm-hmm. Black Box. Um, you know, because they just how good they are to us. Us, us you know? uh, that's, that's good. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Let's see. And um. If you notice we no DC. <laughs> no DC. Well,
0: we'll we'll get into no, that. We'll get later. there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And um. Let's see. Also, you like? Can you just like um? Let's see. Um, what's like? Maybe I've already. I, I'm just gonna ask this. So, like, kind of, what's kind of like your top-selling um, titles right now?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man by far. Yeah,
1: Spider-Man is the, the big seller. Um,
2: but and Star Wars, but Star Spider-Man. Wars, Venom, anything Donny Cates does right now, yeah. you can't miss out. You know, you, you got to do. Um, Weird thing sells out sometimes too. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, But, they're, but our predominant, like, most selling, it's like Spider-Man, so Spider-Man by, Man. by far. Spider-Man, Star Wars, Venom. Anything, anything, Star Wars.
2: So yeah, A really Strange Academy does really well. Uh, Thor again, Cates. Mm-hmm. Those, those would be our best as far as Independence. Uh, Ice Cream Man crushes it here. Summon Killing the Children does really good. Uh, Nottingham that came out this week from we Mad Cave. Day, yeah. We sold out in a few hours. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. Um, if let's say if. Um, Let's say someone comes in; they want to do a special order, you know, of a title that you guys don't carry. Can you guys accommodate? Yeah, as mm-hmm. long as as long as, as they long give us as time,
1: and as long as they give us time, and it's available, we'll 100%, get it. One hundred percent, we can get it. You know,
2: we've had people come in the week before, and then it it gets tricky once it passes the FOC, and it gets a little tricky depending on if, if, how popular the book was. So, right. If you, you came know. in today and wanted a book that came out in May, no problem we'll get it. That's yeah. easy. Um, and we don't mind ordering one of the title, so it doesn't matter. Oh. Okay. Just depends on timing.
1: Okay. Yeah. And again like or and it's also a book that's too old is no longer right. like they, yeah, they, it's they're got, not going to have it anymore, right. you
2: know. So right. it's
1: it's a mixture. And it can't be too too Far so, yeah, don't go too far away. Don't go too close. So, yeah. But yeah, But as long as as long as long you give us time, we will order anything that you want, you know, within reason. Um, like, uh, money, monetarily, you know, like, we're not going to order you a $400, you know, no no art,
0: artifact statue without any kind of down payment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you carry any um, local artist comics that's only specific for your area? so um we we have anytime
2: someone contacts us we, we try to as long as it makes sense financially to carry them uh currently actually we just on saturday had the artist and creator of 47 furious tales yeah
1: 47 furious tales uh, come some, in some, some up publishing yep the artist is she lives in, in dover um, but uh, Sam, the guy who owns it or runs it, he's in Kentucky. Yep. And they came um, Saturday. They we came... carried their
2: books. We've yeah. carried,
1: we've probably carried Christian, Esper- uh, Christian yeah. Esperanto. There's a book uh, called War that we carried. He's um, uh, Jersey based. Yep. Uh, uh, like, I, I can't remember the, the guy who made up a Num Num Sushi. It was this kid's kind of book that we loved that sold really well. And then, uh, um, um matt ganos ganos um yep. he does this thing called bad education he's not an artist mm-hmm. he film he takes pictures of uh miniatures and he does this horror book called bad uh bad intention bad, bad, bad. intentions bad education bad it's not bad education it's bad, <laughs> bad bad it's bad something as he's mask effects but it's spelled weird on instagram and you can see what he does also on youtube he takes these these little miniatures, and he makes their leather and weird. And it's he, crazy. He takes him. Uh, it takes him so long. But yeah, like he's he was in annuette, which is only maybe twenty minutes from here. Yeah. So yeah. So as long as you kind of come in and you play it cool, like we, you know, we've we'll had some your people. Stuff. Yeah, we've had some people are like, well, it's going to cost you one hundred and fifty dollars for that. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, yeah, like you gotta when when
2: with with local books that are, you know, not mainstream there's a certain price point that people just won't buy it. You yes. know, one's going to buy an independent book for $10. It just, yeah. And trust me, I'm not knocking it. I get printing is crazy expensive. Yes. You got to pay the artist. You got to pay the, you know, letter everybody. But if you can keep it five ninety nine and down, mm-hmm. I can talk someone into it. I can build it up. I can hype it up Yeah, to hype
0: up a $10 book is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um, what other pop culture products do you guys sell at the store? I know you guys. I think you guys said you guys one room is dedicated. Is it to the Funko Pops? Yeah. Well, it's it's half Funko half. Pop. Yeah.
2: It's half and half. It's got Funko Pop. It's got T-shirts, uh, hats, mm-hmm. different
1: different types of Q figs, and different you know different types of like little collectible to- you know toys. We have
2: a couple board games, nothing crazy. We sell toys, you know, Marvel Legends and Selects and Star Wars and, and figures
1: yeah. and the McFarlane, um toys we had. And, you know, we have like 90, we had a huge collection of basically 90 Star Wars toys that was on this table that we're on right now Yeah, that went from filling the table to
2: there's not, not there. that much left. We, we carry pretty much most things, uh, you know, there we don't we don't do a lot of statues. We have some, but mm-hmm. like, mostly P V C we don't do those. We don't 400 do like the four hundred dollar statues. It just hasn't they the, sit forever.
1: Kobayashi, yeah. and yeah. artifacts, and We stuff don't like that,
2: do yeah. um a lot of like Legos, but we do we do a little bit of everything.
1: We have minifigs, um, you know, like the Lego men, the Lego men, yeah. um yeah, that pre chains, we have road. Lanyard. Yeah, yeah, key mm-hmm. chain, lanyard.
2: Um, you name it. We got. We have. You know. Some cards. You know, at
1: times, we had some like we had a movie prop um, replica, movie prop replica. Yeah, that was
2: from Constantine. That was really cool. It was uh, like zombie hands holding that cross shotgun. Golden
1: gun. Yeah. There was
2: only seven made, and we had one. It was really. It was and an we awesome piece. Pins.
1: Um, uh, before the pan- before uh, the pandemic restrictions, we sold individual uh, car- Pokemon cards. Magic. So magic. U. Right, U. For ten yeah. cents a piece. Yeah, and so, uh, we've taken that away. We made little pack like uh, mystery goodie bags, and you oh, okay, dollar you get. Yeah, because you
2: can't. We really yeah, can't have get, people to, through cards. Yeah, right? just don't
1: touch. The, everybody touching everything. So yeah. we made a little goodie bag. Um, but, uh, we and oh, we did carry magic. We do carry magic. Not a lot. Not not a lot mm-hmm. at all. Um, Pokemon. It's a long story, but we do car- We have yeah, carried probably. it. Um, the the booster packs and the kind of stuff like that right now we actually are selling a lot of individual of the uh, price kind of like you know 10 20 15 dollar cards stuff like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so you know and then obviously comics dollar mm-hmm. tons, tons of dollar books mm-hmm. trades, stuff like that not a lot of trades uh, i know a lot of places are big on trades but they we found that over the years they're not the they don't sell as well. No, okay, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, but we do have a lot of discounted five dollar trades
0: and boxes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now this is where I'm gonna point out you guys, so you said you guys sell t shirts and stuff. Yep. You guys want to promote your um the yeah, yeah you guys shirts and so, yeah. yeah, we have we have sweatshirts, we have
2: t shirts, we have uh, actually Tank tops with our logo on them, face-, face masks with our logo on them. And, you know, we sweatshirts, obviously we're moving out of sweatshirt season, but we try to keep, you know, like two of every size in stock of mm-hmm. whatever we can. And we, we sell, we do really well on our own merchandise, you know, other t-shirts of random characters mm-hmm. It's tougher and tougher because people aren't going to pay twenty bucks for a T-shirt yeah. at a comic store when they can go to Walmart and buy them for five. That's
1: fine, unless we can find, like as I said, ordering through distribu- the the distribution doesn't work, we, yeah. and we get they cost too much. But if we can find them elsewhere, we know a couple of people who do their own printing. Yep. So yeah, we'll stuff pick from those that. up. Yeah, yeah,
2: but our our stuff is always available. You can email us your size. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you want and we can get it made and either you can pick it up or, you know, we
0: can always ship it. That's fine. Oh, okay. I, I'm just asking how much, what's the price range for your guys' logo? Like, you know. So TikTok sweatshirts, we were yeah, selling so, for, tw- for 25 25
2: Yeah. And our t-shirts are 10 bucks. I mean, our masks are 10 bucks. Uh, that's, that's really it. I mean, 25 bucks get a uh, get a sweatshirt from Gotham Underground. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. yeah.
0: Push up. Push up. We're definitely you're... going to be ordering one. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So um, let's see. Um, let me... Um, this Now, this part, I'm just going to... So, okay. You already talked about selling magic cards. Um, I'm, I'm just asking, you know, before the pandemic, did you guys do any of those magic games or Pokemon games? So we... Actually used to hold video game
2: tournaments, retro video game tournaments, mm-hmm. um, 20, 30 kids in the store. Ooh. It was Ooh. insane. <laughs> uh, we stopped that. We started. They started okay. damaging the store.
1: But, but they brought their own TVs. They brought their own system. So we didn't have to do anything except put tables up. And it was fun, but they stopped listening to us. Yeah, and they got, started bringing drinks and knocking things over and knocking, hitting the
2: shelves. We we we've only done a couple Pokemon uh, tournaments, nothing crazy. We did a Pokemon trade event, which was in Oak went back in the, in
1: Oakland, which was mostly we try to do it for little kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, one adult did show up, which you know. Here
2: we don't really have. We have so much stuff now that we really don't have the room for. Pokemon events and stuff like that, Especially, like even like the signings, we mm-hmm. have to move back issue bins, and we oh. have so much more stuff now. Oh yeah, that uh, it's harder to. The
1: other thing too with like the magic is the there's too many rules. You have to get signed up. Yeah, or, with like, magic it's uh, tough. It's very it's, it's it's right hard. hard. You can't be like, let's have Friday night magic. No, so yeah. when we did it, in, oh, we was magic on a Friday.
2: Yeah, because you have <laughs> to actually take a class. Yeah, to have Friday night magic. Yeah, you have to do. Three hours of phone interviews. It's crazy. So when you're the only person at the shop and you're on an interview and someone walks in, what are you supposed to tell them? Hey, sorry, can you please leave so I can finish my phone interview? Yeah. So I would try to help them and wizard would hang up on me. And then they told me that I got a strike against me (laughs) and one more and I'd be kicked out (laughs) of the program. So I just said, you know what, don't
0: worry about it. I don't need to have your tournaments that bad no but I think what's but for you guys it sounds like more of you guys are um, you guys are focused on you know um, something like you know comics and stuff it's not like these guys don't yeah. have space. it's just your focus is different on a different yeah. section we yeah have, we have to make a decision relatively early on I
1: think um, which we've talked about before where it was like what are we going to do You yes. can either be a toy store we can be a comic book store, we can be a gaming store. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are we going to be? Like, we're yes. going to be a comic book store that just has some a little bit of extra stuff. That, that way, it makes it, you know, because if you try to do, ch- like, there's too many places that we know. It's like, we carry records and we carry VHS cassettes and we carry this we carry this. First of all, we can't afford, uh, you know, buying all these crazy collections or going yes. junk hunting. Like, well, and
2: and then another factor of that is two miles down the road, there is a store. They've been around a long time. They hold a lot of tournaments. So why try to compete with them when we can just do our own thing? Yes. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. But also, too, that's kind of good, too, because you guys are also trying to work with other stores. Like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, if you guys are selling records or VHS tapes, you know, old VHS tapes, we're not going to carry that. But if someone comes in, I'll recommend them to go to you guys right we have, yeah, yeah. yeah we, 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 do we do a lot of that and
1: there's other people like that we know that you know like like to we'll buy that kind of stuff we'll buy old cds and things like that and yeah. i'll hit them up and just be like hey let me check these out like right. that way you know We and then if we get a little bit off the top you know for a little finder's fee thanks you know but yeah. like we try to help the person out by getting their thing sold without being ripped off and you know, because, again, you can go a lot of places where people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, $10, you know, $10. You know, so, you know, I try to help everyone out so everyone can win. So, you know? right. again, <laughs> making a decision on what you are, it it seems like that was the easiest because it's like we know what we need to concentrate on as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, like, oh, man, the records and this and that. And you're that. And so there's, you know, there's a town close to Nyack that has a record store and a comic book store in it. Like, so I, that's I said maybe twenty a half, half half hour from us, right? Not a far drive. Like yeah. So it's not a real, you know, like again, why compete against, you know, people when we don't have to?
0: You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this one is going to be a little bit off the cuff because, and I'm sorry, I, I forgot to um include this in the questions when I sent it to you guys. Yeah. This question is from John from the Comic Book Page podcast. Um, for your um. For your regular customers, do you have a pull list for them? Um, I and I'm just I'm just asking. Do you guys have like um, any certain discounts for them? Because I know one store used to do this here locally in Hawaii. So yeah, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so we
2: we do have we have a, a pull box, which is funny. Some people call it a reserve list,
1: subscription,
2: subscription box. We yeah. it's a it's a pull list, and uh, you get ten percent off on all your pull mm. books. You know, if you come in, you have 10 pull books, and then you take another 10, I don't discount the others, but you're, what you reserve, you get discounted on. We used to do a loyalty card. We just figured 10% off the top's a better way to do it. Um, and people weren't... They would always forget the card. They forget, so that does,
1: and then, honestly, I have one for a car wash I go to. I took it out of my wallet while it was the car wash, and I didn't even hand it to it. <laughs> so, like, I, 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 you know, the loyalty card, it's like, whatever, you know, but... Um, you know, we also discount like veterans, first responders, like if you let us know, like, you know, but,
2: um, yeah, pull, pull list. People don't realize how much that helps. Yeah. Like, Um,
1: yeah, everybody,
2: if you, if you're going into your store, uh, on a weekly basis, have Mm -hmm. a pull list. It it helps a ton. Pick it up. It helps with you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And pick it up. It helps, you know, so you don't miss out on books because there are times we order a book and within an hour we're sold out. So, though you're my weekly customer, I wasn't sure you wanted it. You know, it got taken. Yes. So, it helps with the order, it helps you. Pull lists are a great thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Go a to a local things. shop like, and
2: do it.
1: You gotta, you can't, you can't be too uh, gener- general about it either. You can't just say, all X Men books. Well, ah. then I give you Children of the Atom, and I didn't want this yeah have your specific titles you got the titles have to be specific or if it's a a, like an event like you know king and black okay do you just want the king and black books or do you want all the king and black and tie-ins you know also months we need you know we really need our initial What two months right two months two months like really you want it going like yeah you can go on foc but you want a little like a smaller print book Mm you know you really need to get it on the initial. So, like, yes. again, a pull list is really, really important. And, again, it doesn't work where, like, you're just like, uh, hey, it's the day before. Hey, right, man, yeah, mind, yeah mind, you need to be out mind, mind throwing me that? Like, if we have it, yeah, sure. But, yeah. It, like, it, a pull list is a very – it's really important it's really important for the store. It's really important for, like, uh, to know how many books to order. Because, again, we can be ordering 25 of some book because somebody's mm-hmm. like, it's on 25 pull lists. Mm-hmm. Or we can be ordering 10 and 25 people want it but don't yeah. tell us so you know well it's are important yes
0: yes very important and picking them up, and, <laughs> picking them up. Yeah. <laughs> all right so um i'm gonna go into um i'm gonna start going um this is where the questions are going to change up a little bit um so we know last year on March 13th, you know, that um, that it was basically, it was declared, a, you know, that, you know, the coronavirus was declared a national emergency. So can you guys talk about what happened to the store um, during that time?
1: We actually shut down a week before the actual shutdown. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we were, uh, I guess, I don't know, like my wife works in the county your mom works in the, you know, the t- town government. So mm-hmm. we kind of had some kind of like, this is what people are talking about, and we're like, let's not, let's not chance it. Let's just shut it down and like get ahead of it, which mm-hmm. actually worked out because then we all later on it. that we all shut down. It,
2: so- it was yeah. definitely insane to say the least. I mean, no one had ever seen that, and even like. So just to show you, like when we shut down, the first thing my landlord did was call me and say, you know, we got to figure out, I obviously don't want to charge you full, but I'm going to need something. Yes. And he worked with us to figure out, you know, well, if you're closed, you know, so we can only do curbside pickup or shipping. And it's funny because everybody thought during that time it was easier for shop owners or shop employees, when really it was so much more work
0: mm-hmm.
2: and so much obviously more stress. It was grind. It was, it was stress a grind. and a
1: grind, and it was it was trying to figure out how are we going to keep this going going with diamond come with new order with new books coming in. We're not we're not making the same amount of money. Yes what are we gonna do so when diamond shut down it was the best thing that could have happened
2: yeah it's funny a lot of people were so against it Mm -hmm. and i just breathed a sigh of relief you know that five weeks
1: fifteen hundred dollars a week that we don't have to worry about if not more you know know, it was it was a a huge
2: huge sigh of relief and okay now we can try to again pivot Mm -hmm. to figure out you know how to keep going and during that time we had some you know, customers that stepped up and asked for back issues. And oh, nice. We still, we still made some money, but, um, man, that was, it, it seems so long ago, but it seems like yesterday at the same time I tell everybody, this is the longest yet shortest year of my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. March seemed like it took seven years. Mm-hmm. but Then when spring hit, it seemed really fast. I don't know. It was, a it weird was a very
1: fast summer. Like, and then, you Know, but yep. like it, it was that that spring was it was long, it was again trying to figure out stuff to do. And and the thing is, for the two of us, you know, he's got a new uh, his second his other son was born in March, yeah. He my was son just, was
2: born February, February twenty. Oh, sorry, February, yeah. Sorry. He was born two weeks before the shutdown, yeah. <laughs> and, so it and was, and insane. you have
1: a and Cole was four, so you had you know a newborn and a four year old, right? And my son was two, two yeah. and a little bit, so like. We're doing this with like little kids trying to figure this out. Why was it like, what's going on? When you keep going to the store, like, you know, what you have to do something, another online sale, like, yeah, you know, like, sorry, we have to just try to make money, you know, like, it was crazy, you know, like, our when the shows stopped, it was, you know, we couldn't get rid of our dead stock, we couldn't, you know, so. You know, it's, it was, it, again, it was, it was pivoting into, into, you know, again, we, we did not do online, online stuff really, um, you know, and now, now we do, now we're like seasoned pros.
2: Yeah, you know, like, yeah now, yeah. now, now we're ready for all, everything. Yeah. <laughs> we're good,
1: we got, good. we're so good at shipping now, and. We can, you know, uh, you know, the curbside, whatever. We did everything. We did everything anybody really wanted. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, that was the thing. It was like, you want, uh, okay. Yeah. You got we it. We even you offered, did.
2: realistically, we even offered delivery. We did. We did. Oh, that's nice. As long as you were like within 10 miles of the shop, I yeah. would drive and deliver your books to you.
1: Yeah. I'm not, no, only, I don't even think anybody really took us up on that. but. Only yeah. one. One. Yeah. But, but.
2: We offered it. it. We all, we,
1: we it yeah. was out, you know what I mean? Like we then, um. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, it was crazy. Yeah. But it's, you know, it was hard. It wasn't, and it's obviously the worst thing because you're thinking of how bad, like, you know, but when then you look at it and you go, how many stores shuttered on our main street?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, they said that we didn't, we made it. Yeah. They said, uh, one third of businesses in New Jersey, the state we're in closed during the pandemic forever. That's and I, an insane number to think about. And
1: this isn't to harp on any p- politics or oh, anything yeah. like that, but we got nothing. Yeah, Right. It, we got nothing zero help. from anyone except Mad Cave Studios who did a GoFundMe that gave $1,000 to the stores that
2: right? We got $113.
1: $113. Okay, $113. But they gave that to every all shop, all the store that participated with them. Right. Yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. we anything from anyone. No. Like no the government was not there to give no money. one was there. Like and then he got denied for you know because you don't have an employee. Yep. Because yeah. we don't have a canceled rent check. Yeah. But we're paying rent or like he doesn't have an employee or paying yeah. rent. Like <laughs> what are you supposed to do. So again, it's not a political thing. It's no, just it's that's just... what happened. And the fact that we st- that we know places that did get help. And yes didn't make it it's almost like yeah we yeah we did it we're you know but it's not over yet no we're still doing we're it so, so we'll see know, what happens so it's not like we can like breathe a sigh of relief but it's we're still you doing know, strong you know we're we're we're,
0: we're doing it yeah so. but yeah i think because i because i because I, you know i'm sorry that you guys didn't get any and like i said we're not making this a political thing it's just a fact where you know you applied for whatever assistance got nothing but yet you, and like you said, you pivot, you, you had to like, okay, we have to do on online sales. We have to do curbside. Um, you know, um, you know um, you're know, you also willing to do delivery within a 10 mile rate. I mean, you basically um, strengthened and grew your shop more. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, it's
2: funny because, as terrible as the pandemic is, you know, part of it was almost a blessing because it made the shop stronger. It made us think in ways that we never thought before, like you said. And once, you know, the the lights at the end of the tunnel and business kind of returns to normal, we'll be making more money than ever because of all the extra things we now do.
1: We got out of, we were complacent where we were. Right. We were at, we hit a plateau. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It, yes. it was, we could have been doing better. More. Yeah, right. You know, but we, had a, we were happy. We were like, all right, this is good. We're at, at this rate, we should be wherever. And then it happened. And it was like, oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to do more again. But... but now that we have this experience, mm-hmm. we can apply this to back when we can go do our shows. Right. Back when we can have right. our own, when we're having our outside sales, when we're doing things. We're gonna be able to apply. Not only are we doing that, we're gonna be doing this other stuff, so it's only gonna be better. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just asking top of your head. Like, I know you guys have your, you know, your website, your Facebook, um, like, like, were you guys shipping stuff, you know, across the, you know, across the United States? Yeah, we
2: were doing um, Instagram live sales. Okay. And, you know where we would put a book up here, and it would say like. Ten dollars and people would claim it. I mean, we've shipped to Canada, we've shipped to Mexico, we've shipped to England, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and then obviously everywhere in the United States, uh, even you know as far as Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone in the military we actually
1: have someone in Hawaii, uh, one of our eBay buyers, who's like who actually buys multiple times from yep. eBay. Yep. So like every time that comes up, I'm like, ah, that's the guy from Hawaii.
2: Yep. So I mean. <laughs> We we ship everywhere, you know. As long as you're willing to pay the shipping, yeah. in a different country, I don't care. I'll fill out the cost. Of the yeah, airport. like if you you just have to know that
1: it's going to cost you sixty bucks. Right, exactly. Uh, like you know? I
2: can't I can't I oh, can't yeah. tell the, the post office to charge you less, but I don't mind packing it and shipping it. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I said our eBay also grew. Like and we started in January, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really that great.
2: Right, but we didn't push it. We, we didn't, didn't push until, it. Yeah, and, but depending. once
1: we closed, it was like. I first of all, somebody else was doing it, and they did a good job. But it, it, it I thought it could have just been. Uh, well, not only that,
2: better. but it also with you running social media, it made more sense. It made more sense for you to run eBay yeah. because you could post it to our social our media, media.
1: Yeah, right. and then so it was being pushed harder, and like the views on a on a single post would go from you know ten to fifty. Right. Yes, and uh, you know, so it it jumped. I mean, you know. What roughly the last year was what roughly 18 something oh my God, like that, yeah. like 18k last year, mm-hmm. uh, which is not, we didn't even we didn't expect that at all. No. Like, it was a uh, like, well, yeah, you know? nice, yeah. Like, so you know, and I know people you know complain about online selling platforms, all of them, They're, but there's nowhere better. To, there's no, you know, Instagram really is the one place where you can sell without any kind of fees Fee, right. other than your. PayPal, Venmo, whatever. But it doesn't but it, have eBay's But it doesn't, yeah. You know, you don't reach, you know, even with the amount of followers, you don't reach the amount the same amount of people, you know. So but on on online with something, you know, be like, Can you do it through your website? Like, no, we don't have that
2: kind of yeah. like
1: That's that's a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm not an IT guy, I'm not a web developer. I'm yeah. not, you know, I can't I can't set up a website to order through, you know, like it's really basically just an ad. It's a paper, it's an ad. It's a paper ad online
0: with some links to some other stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. I, I'm going to, now this is where we're going to start moving into one of the pivots that you, that happened last year was when DC moved away from diamond last year. Can you talk about the challenges of that? You know, yeah, and- not a problem. We talked about it
2: awful lot. So, first of all, I'm gonna start with DC leaving Diamond during the beginning of a pandemic. It's horrible! Is horrible. Mm-hmm.
1: Coming from um, Batman was my number one guy. Mm-hmm. Green Green Arrow. Those are my two. Those are my two favorite superheroes. So yeah,
2: he's he's. So solid. I was like, yeah,
1: like, like. It hurt. It hurt
2: personally. I I think that was the start of seeing that DC didn't care about your local comic shop. Mm.
0: Um,
2: You know, they've said they want it in big box retail and out of comic stores. And um, I think that's a giant mistake. And I know I own a comic shop. So, you know, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I say that? But they've tried in big box retail. GameStop failed. Mm -hmm. Toys R Us failed. Mm -hmm. Walmart and Target are failing. Mm -hmm. So, if you can't survive in Toys R Us, Walmart, or GameStop, where else are you going to put it? Besides your local comic shop, you know we're the front lines of comics, and that you know, I I tell people that all the time. Without comic shops, I don't think comics are really going to be a thing. That's just bottom line. They'll always be they'll, there. They'll be digital. They'll yeah, be digital. Okay, comics, but, there's but there's no. Won't be
1: your paper collector, your collector will be gone.
2: Right. Your Your reader will still be there, but your collector will be gone. So when 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 they left and they created the shell company, UCS, which was, we all know, just Midtown Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had to give them our tax ID and our credit card information,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which to me didn't make sense. You know, that's like asking Target to order through Walmart. They're never going to go for it. But after, oh man, a, a couple of weeks of me and Bob talking, what was best for the store, we decided to do it anyway. And we got our first shipment from we figured mid-town. like
1: we ha- our customers are more important right. than yeah. our pettiness with, you know, with how we feel. So uh,
2: we, we ordered and the first week they came, second week, nothing. So I call UCS and they also, say.
1: They also, they came in <clears throat> worse than diamond packaging. They right. came in a thin cardboard box. It was all bent. The books weren't really, were, were all out of shape. Nothing was, it was, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, and considering when you buy a book from Midtown, I'm sure you probably have it. It like just it comes in a T folder and they're bag inside. Right. Like it's not like they, you know. So.
2: So we 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 didn't get the order. I called. They said, "Don't worry, don't worry, it's on its way." I said, "You got it.
1: Keep checking. We're
2: checking every day." The next week, <laughs> no shipment again. I call. It's on its way. After four weeks of the same thing, I said, um, "I'm not doing this anymore." Yeah. Funny enough, that same week. Midtown slash UCS discontinued their phone lines. They disconnected rather their phone lines because they, in in their words, it's easier to assist you through emails. (laughs) I I don't know what world it's easier to assist in an email than it is a conversation, but but sure enough, that's how it went. So we we decided, listen, this isn't working. We're not going to pay for five weeks of comics at once anyway. We, we decided to drop D.C. as a store. We were one of a few, not a few. Um, and every week there was a few more and a few more. And I think now, the last number I read um, was that 25% of shops mm-hmm. in the United States don't carry D.C. Oh. So with Lunar now taking over, We've talked about it. From what I hear, the shipping is more expensive because they're a West Coast based company. I can't swear by that. Again, this is just hearsay.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, So instead of, you know, a $2 profit per book, it's more like a dollar profit per Mm -hmm. book. And with that and with, you know, like I said, DC doesn't sell all that great for us. Yeah. Dead stock would kill any profit we had. Mm hmm. So we have not
0: really moved on yet. I'm DC. sorry, Matt. You kind of froze up for a bit. Sorry. So okay. So I know you said that. Um. Of- mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, we 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 just stopped DC. We have not continued yet. It's something that's we're talking about, but we'll see what happens.
0: Okay. All right. And, and then, but like you said, your shop, um, Batman's your bestseller. Everything else. Um, right.
2: uh, as DC Batman is yeah right as DC Batman did great other than that they they sit on the shelf Aquaman Wonder Woman they're, they're, they're Superman yeah nobody like even people. with Bendis writing it, it didn't yeah, sell. that's the thing they
1: brought all these people and you think that you know it's going to be great and you know honestly my view of the whole thing is that I think it has less to do with actually DC you know, air quotes yeah, yeah. DC is a publisher than it does with Warner Brothers AT and T, you know, AT and T is the one calling the shots to everyone, and yes. they're saying, "Hey, Warner Brothers, your movies stink. Yeah. Like, you have to make your movies." And then Warner Brothers is like, "Well, you guys got to make better comics." And they're all just—it's probably inflating all amongst them. Mm-hmm. And really, all AT and T cares about is having the the intellectual property. Yes. So really, what, what, Why do they care about having the books? Mm-hmm. They have the rights to the characters. It's. I think it's much more of a, a corporate. Game that's been played, and it's just affecting the everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, at the bottom, you know, from the shops to the to the readers to whoever. You know, uh, again, I never went I, uh, going to toy Toy when I was kind of never saw co- like comic books and stuff. I, you know, was either off the rack or my, my comic books. Yeah, you and, know? And, and, uh, I just, I just, I feel kind of. I, there's part of me that feels kind of bad that you know this happened, but out of our control. It's at, and of oh, course, and like listen if you're willing to stick with us for everything else awesome you know mm-hmm. but i think the people who really only bought dc they're they left and it is what it is There's right nothing we can, we can do about it. it and again as i said you know <clears throat> you know all the vertigo stuff that's dc it's dc mm-hmm. vertigo that was my favorite so, jeff you know the sweet tooth remake uh the the second the sequel to Re- sweet tooth mm-hmm. I, text, I didn't even know they did that i i was so i like no, the, what was the book that I wanted? Oh, American Vampire, yep. the yeah. new American Vampire series. I'm like, dude. Can you? So he's asking around. <laughs> Nobody has it. <laughs> I'm like, I, uh, if i had only known, But we don't look at these. don't look at DC because they're not in previews. So I like, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. That's right. Know. Yeah. You know, we check our list every week, our invoice. And it's like, you know, there's no DC anywhere.
2: My guess is that DC within the next year, um, they get sold. Mm. I wouldn't even be shocked, honestly, if Disney bought it and owned right to both. Um, I think eventually, now I hear Lunar's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Lunar, but um, I, I have a feeling they'll be back in Diamond soon enough.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to say you're probably right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm i going to go back. So I know, like you said, for DC, your best-selling comic is Batman. Um so I'm gonna. I know this is gonna sound like a stupid question. So, so I take it you order more of the Batman titles, and then do you have you cut down less, or maybe haven't brought in any? of, Like, have you cut down ordering less of the Wonder Woman? Oh, we don't have any.
1: We don't have any uh, we have DC. Zero, so we have zero
0: DC comic books in this store. Currently. I mean,
1: like uh, current DC books. We have zero. They have. We have not carried DC since a year since uh, the yeah, it, 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 End of March yeah year. we ha-
2: we don't we don't have anything dc anymore
0: okay
1: <laughs> like there's still a few things that we have on the shelf and obviously back issues and whatnot oh, yeah. but like no current know, books no no current books oh, and you know what again I like, we're very create creatively the books that i thought were going to be so great were just not very good like all the black label stuff yeah and what you know it was last year again but i wasn't you know uh, Jeff Lemire is like my one of my favorite top five writers and the question that he did I didn't like it like <laughs> and, you know so it's hard it's hard when like you know your people that you look Scott you know people that you look Scott, you know Scott Schneider's coming back doing a Batman book and I'm like yeah and you know just, yeah I didn't, I didn't like it I you know I, I was I wasn't very thrilled with the with the output anyway so you know that again Mm-hmm. it is what it is and hopefully one day they'll come back but there's
0: nothing we can do for now so okay so i'm just going to clarify for the listeners again so right now currently you guys are not carrying any dc books um what if there's a cust- what if there's a customer one of you, what if one of your regular customers wants a batman book or an a current aquaman series or how, how does that work yeah I don't think any one of our customers read Aquaman. Okay, <laughs> that, was one of the,
1: that was one of the titles before the pandemic. We started trimming and we stopped ordering Aquaman. So, um, uh, example taken though. Uh, if someone comes in asking for a DC, like if it's a really good, if it's one of our pull customers who's in all the time, mm-hmm. you know, we'll try to contact one, one, another store and see okay. if they cover it. You know, we'll we, you know again. <coughs> you know, you know, it's it's not like we're not going to get, you know, we get charged, you know, you know, it's not like they're gonna we get it for cost. So it's mm-hmm. like we get it for, you know, we're not gonna charge them, you know, ten dollars for a five dollar comic. But yeah. it's still it's just that you have to be like, we r- r- tight with us. If you're just someone who comes walking in off the street, it's just basically sorry guys, you know, and then we explain the whole thing, and if you're like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. so. Again, it's not, it's, it's uh, not, I know a lot of stores had the same problem. A lot of stores didn't. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so, but, you know, if somebody wants something, we'll try, you know, again, but they have to be, they have to be, uh, you know, either definitely our coolest customers will help out, you know, because, you know, you guys are cool. Like, that's, those are number one. So, yeah.
0: You mm-hmm.
1: know, we'll do, we do what we can to try to help,
0: but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um, your customers. How great are your customers to your shop? Our customers are amazing. We have some of the
2: best customers out there. Especially, you know, we have a few that really stick out when it comes to the you know the pandemic and obviously no shop kept, you know, a hundred percent of what they were. And we had we had a few customers that every week, even if even during the shutdown, you know, they would be like I'll take a gift card. And we had a couple of people that bought gift cards that when we reopened
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they came in, we were like, you know, here's your $50 gift card. And they say, no, no, no. That was just to help the shop during that time. I don't need that gift card, throw it out. Um, we had people that, you know, well, I always wanted to check this out. So let me, you know, do you guys have this run? And we would, you know, look for it. And if we had it, they'd pick it up. There were, there were some customers that really went above and beyond during the pandemic of, that's for um, sure.
1: one of our one of the, uh, the best ones he lives in baltimore he you're friends with his wife yes right? so i used to play video
2: games okay online with his wife so
1: this i he every time he had a live sale you know he buys something he'd start buying something he sends us stuff like so there was a bunch of people like who were doing stuff like that for us you know like, yeah he would
2: send us books and be like hey you know I know no collections are coming in now, so here's a few keys, and we'll settle up later. And that's, you know, that's really cool. That's people yeah. have really gone above and beyond. A lot of a lot people
1: have done that, like this. like, here's a here's like a stack of books. Like you
2: just take take them.
1: them, right? You know, and there'd be some good. It's not. It wasn't like dollar books, you know. Like it was right. like how much of ten dollar books. So you know, you know, and not everyone came back. Not everyone came back. You know, wanted to come
2: in, but you know what? though, have, Funny enough as the warm weather and as you know, the numbers are starting to are starting to go lower. We're starting to see people that we haven't seen in a year. You know, just this Saturday I had a a, a family come in. I haven't seen since the shutdown. Mm -hmm. They were like, we're so happy to be back. You know, we're, we feel safer to go out now. So I, I think we do see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. I think business will come back sooner than I originally thought. I really thought, mid next year, it would come back. But I really believe my heart of heart that by, by December, even by probably a little before that we'll be pretty much back to normal.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, You know, sales are already going back up again. Winter was rough, but I think with this warm weather and, you know, the vaccine and everything, I I think, I think shops are going to
0: start getting back to it. Um, Let me ask about, um, are you guys having, Um, You talked about customers are coming back in the shop, right? So what kind of precautions are you guys taking in the shop? So we only
2: allow, right, currently I only allow 10 people in the store. Like I said, it's 1,100 square feet. Um, We have X's marked in the store as for like six feet apart. We have we supply gloves to everybody, so nice. because you can't, you know, disinfect the comic. If you're, book.
1: if you're browsing through books, you have to have gloves on,
2: and we supply them. You know, I right now we probably have twenty boxes of gloves. Yeah, there's, so many gloves. there's gloves <laughs> everywhere. Um, I don't supply a mask. We have some in case someone brings a kid, and mm-hmm. you know, we do have some masks. But um, you know, we have uh, the plastic in front of the register, all around the register. I disinfect everything, you know, the credit card terminal in between every sale. Mm -hmm. You know, we have floor disinfectant and window and, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: it's a constant cleaning. But like I said before, we were already a clean store. So it's just a little bit extra. Yeah. People
1: have to have their mouths on. If they want to browse, they have to wear gloves. And they really kind of can't just be hovering over each other. There's marks on the floor, okay. but that's you know at every store in New Jersey, like yep. you can't go to a store and it not. It's all the same, right. like you know. So, um you know, but it's it's. There's only been a handful of people. I wouldn't even say a handful. Uh-huh. that's a kick where you have to say like you're not coming
0: in. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, um,
2: two
1: or three. throughout the whole year. So. You know, most people seem to respect the the rules, and
2: not only like that, most people want it. Most people want to be safe, so they mm-hmm. they are safe. You know, we, we we even to this day have a couple of people that are like, "Hey, I don't want to come in, but can you leave my books in a bin outside? You know, with my name on a bag."
1: Mm-hmm. So a I deliver to one customer who's in the town that I live in. Back it's Oakland, it's the same town, but I'll deliver his books for him every couple of weeks. We still ship out orders um, to people. Mm-hmm. You know. If somebody wants to do curbside, we'll do curbside if you want to. It's not, you know, there's no issues with that. Whatever
2: it is that, you know, you feel safe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So
0: so this question um, is from Drew. You know, where do you guys guys see the comic industry going in 2021? Oh, I'll tell you, that market right now
2: is insane. There's books that are popping out of nowhere. I actually think 2021 is going to be a huge year for comics. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the future in general is bright even beyond this year, the next 10 years, the next 20 years. Um, It's funny. I was reading, I I was on Facebook the other day, and I I saw two older gentlemen talking about comics and where the industry is going. And one of them said, for the next 30 years, it'll be really strong because that generation will be alive. But when that generation goes, Comics will die with it. And I used to believe that. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to see comics miss the generation. They missed from like ages twenty four to like fifteen. And that's not saying everybody in that age doesn't read them, but there is an age gap. Mm-hmm. But you you think comics are in a bad way with young kids. Come into my store on a Friday mm-hmm. after school gets out, and you'll see twenty to thirty kids hanging inside outside the store you know, fourth graders that just want to grab the newest issues. I truly, the movies helped. The movies brought in a generation that nobody even thought of. Mm -hmm. And I actually truly believe comics are here to stay. You know, I I think the future is brighter than ever. I mean, the industry takeaway last year, you know, with the pandemic, nothing you can do about that. But you know, they broke a billion dollars two years ago, the industry, and it was the strongest year comics ever had. Uh, I, I think you're going to keep seeing record-breaking numbers, and you know, if if the second-hand market has any say in it, you're seeing books pop up for ridiculous amounts of money that mm-hmm. would be happening if the industry wasn't huge. Yeah. You know? No one would care. So I, I, I think 2021 is going to be strong, mm-hmm. especially with Hopefully the pandemic ending. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be a really strong second half. I think it's going to shock a lot of people.
1: I, I just think if those movies still keep their dominance, which that's a different conversation in its own because, you know, I like my my art movies, but if uh, if those movies keep their dominance, mm-hmm. people are going to want to read, yep. figure out where it comes from. I know that's when I was a guy, I'd be like, oh, where that, that was based on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got where it came from. So, you know, as long as that's still around, you know, as long as shows like The Mandalorian are still around, the Star Wars books, people are going to come buy a Star Wars bounty hunter book, you right. know, like it's, it's, you know, WandaVision, you have know, people asking for Scarlet Witch. Nobody's ever asked for Scarlet Witch. Yes. Who cares about Scarlet Witch? About Scarlet Witch? Yeah. And now you know, she's one of the yeah. hottest characters. And now like there's, everybody wants to read Scarlet Witch books. You're like, well, well, I think they're probably in the dollar band. You know?
2: yeah, and, and even the opposite of even the mainstream with, you know, the indie, everything's getting option now. Yeah. Everything. You know, Boom Studios, I feel like every week it's a new announcement with.
1: Scout too. Yeah, Scout. Scout's
2: yeah. huge. And then you have people come in and like, oh, I just watched this. Or, you know, uh, Jupiter's Legacy is about to come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I never had a person asking for Jupiter's Legacy. Now every week. It it's, didn't
1: sell out. Can you, I have Jupiter's Legacy? And you're like, piles, yeah, sure. Piles of Jupiter's Legacy comics every week. So barely nobody ever
0: bought them.
2: So it's even outside the mainstream mm-hmm. comics and into the indie comics and telling you, it's going to be a strong, it's going to be a strong decade of comics.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So where do you guys see the store a year from now and five years from now? Uh, a year from now...
2: I see us in a much better spot, obviously, financially. financially uh, five years from now, who knows? You know, the sky's the limit with that we, one. We
1: talked, oh, our five-year plan that has now been five years has not come to fruition. But, you know, there's been a pandemic. We always wanted to have a second location. That was kind of like the plan was like, let's get that second location, but we need the money. Right. And the money is not there. So yeah. once we came, once the money's there, that's really the ultimate plan. Is yeah, the goal you know,
2: is a chain. You know, if I can if I can own a bunch of stores, and, even if
1: it's just another shop somewhere. I mean, yeah, obviously a chain would be great, and you're not to work and you know whatever. But I'll always just, have to work. I'm well, too much yeah, of a control But, for but it, just you know? but just you know, I would I I obviously go off you know disability, so I wouldn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stopped paying me in comics.
2: No, you'll always be great. <laughs> but I'd comments, be
1: you know, oh damn. My mom's <laughs> well, gonna kill me. I'd too no good of a deal. I have no more room. I'd have we. I'd be the general manager of you know mm-hmm. the other store. Mm-hmm. You know? and
2: yeah, the goal is definitely in an, another location. Um, so right before the pandemic hit was our obviously our biggest year. Um, you know we finally kind of made it. Uh, you know as I'll say we cracked um, the number that we needed to crack and the, the goal number. We you know, obviously that was the rug was pulled under our feet with the pandemic. Um sure we didn't hit the black this year, but uh you know, I like I said, I, I think with all the new additions the store now does, mm-hmm. once business does come back, the numbers yeah. are gonna be insane. It's gonna it's gonna be like, whoa, what's this? Like, you know, I don't have to make my wife pay for everything. I mean. <laughs> same,
1: same fees. <piece. laughs> And, and again same thing like <laughs> there's stuff that we know that we have to do that we haven't done right. uh, uh, like there's you know we have to be more vigilant in terms of like we're, we relied on the fact that people would just come in with collections exactly. yeah we have we have to start going to flea markets and junk stores mm-hmm. and wherever and just buy rating stuff yeah. and just you know being being you know Uh, you know, eagle-eyed about that kind of stuff. We never did. You guys want to buy these 10 boxes? Sure. You know, like, so that's the one thing we know. There's stuff that we know we have to improve on.
2: So I I think if we get through this, you know, I I don't want to jinx it. be like, we're safe. But (laughs) if we get through this, I think the future is going to be awesome. You know, five years, I'm excited. to have our 10-year anniversary and, you know.
1: And if we look at other stores that have made it, Into their 20th year yeah they're doing really well yep they're crushing it right you know like and
2: seeing the second generation of our you know our kids working here like that's the goal is to you know see my my almost six-year-old in 10 years or in five years be helping out more that's gonna be awesome to see and you know his four-year-old and just seeing them kind of take the industry and they're going to hate us. Though. Oh, yeah. So they're not <laughs> going to do this. Are you
1: kidding me? They're going to be like, this
0: stuff, you nerds. You're adult nerds. How dare you? It'll be the best. <laughs> so the
2: five-year plan,
0: is that's it's going to be awesome. Okay. All right. I'm going to start off with fun questions for you guys. What was the amazing thing that came through the shop? That so you we had? actually, the, the most amazing,
2: I'd have to the say, amazing. was <laughs> Amazing <laughs> Fantasy 15. We've had it once. Uh, other than that, cool story. So I was in the back of the shop. I was in my office, and Bob was here doing social media stuff, and he heard the the bell. So he walked up, and I could kind of hear in the background this little old lady walks in, and she goes, "I have two books to sell." So I automatically went back to what I was doing because it's usually Archie or Richie Rich. And- <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, all that excited.
1: Superman 295. Two so, right. So all of a sudden,
2: Bob is a six foot five, six six, six six, large man with a deep voice, and he calls my name like four octaves above his normal range. He's like, man I come walking up, and on the counter are Amazing Spider Man one and X Men one, and she goes. I think I could sell these for $200 a piece.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I go, uh, nah, they're, they're worth much more. <laughs> yeah, It was, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can't buy these from you, Yes, but I'll sell them for you. Yeah. So she goes, well, what, what do you think I can get? And I said, you know, a few thousand, you know, it's mm-hmm. within 24 hours. I threw them up online. We threw them up on Instagram. They both sold instantly. I called her the next day. I said, I have your money. She came down to the store and she's like, so what do we make? And I said, here's $9,000. She grabbed it and she started crying and she said, can I hug you? And I said, yeah, of course. So she gave me a big hug and she's like, you know, you guys are the angels I prayed for. Uh, the, the story is her husband passed away. Those were his last two comics she was trying to move to California with her daughter, but had to she fix had to up fix the her house. roof. She
1: had to fix her roof, uh, and it was going to cost her X amount of money and she wasn't going to make it. And blah blah. blah. But this month, and if I ended up selling these, she was able to
2: fix it and, fix move. It and move. And, and it's know, everybody I tell that story to is like, Man, you could have, you know, you robbed her made blonde. so much money. And I'm like, No, we're I, not those people. I can't, like, I got two kids at the time, I had one, I have to sleep at night. I am a big believer in karma. Yes. Yeah, you know, I could have, I could have paid her $200 and, but to me, you know, that's a special story. And, and
1: as a sort of, we, we don't get those. Like, no, yeah, thing. like we people, don't some, those. some guy might be like, oh, wow, those guys, yeah, we, we got to get those every couple of months. We, we, we only get them once. Like, that's yeah. the only time we've ever gotten those books. You know, who knows when we're going to see them again but man, just holding them. Oh, it, was like, it was like, if i am holding like this piece of history,
2: that was by far the coolest. That was the cool story. But amazing fantasy 15 is the biggest book we've ever had.
0: Yeah. But I think what's really good with the little old lady with, you know, with X-Men number one, Spider-Man number one, what it really shows for you guys, you guys have integrity. You have to. It's, you, you know, know uh, my, my grandfather,
2: he owned, he owned property in New York city so he was a businessman since you know i was born and i would go with him every weekend to you know his two buildings Mm -hmm. and i just saw the way he practiced business Mm -hmm. and that kind of set up you know everything with me and you know even collecting rent from they they might have had a bad month and he would say you know don't worry about it like you get me next week and i just kind of learned everything from him and it you know, I, like I said, I got to sleep at night. I, I, I have to, I have to do what's right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, that's a really, that's a real great story. That's a very cool story. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. You know, thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, next question. Was there, were there any celebrities or comic book creators that popped into the shop unannounced? Okay. So
2: first we've had a few comic creators that I'll get into, but uh, Jeffrey Cantor, who played Ellison on Daredevil, he actually lives in Ramsey mm-hmm. he has a band actually. So my birthday two years ago, this guy that at first I'm like, look in like, is that? And he said, listen, he's like, I, I heard it's your birthday. It was Christmas Eve. I was open for a few hours. And I said, yeah, it is my birthday. And he's like, I just wanted to stop in, wish you a happy birthday Buy a few Daredevil things, so he bought like little minifigures. We actually had an Ellison mi- minifig. He bought that, and he just BS for a few minutes and then vanished. Um, I thought that was so cool. He wanted to wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm nothing to him, you know. Um, but in Oakland, we had um, do we really want to say we had Tom Palmer? He doesn't like to know people where he lives, but we had Tom Palmer uh, live in the town we were in and he would come in and he'd wait for everybody to leave because he's super shy. And he would sit down and just talk about working in the Marvel bullpen and talking with Stan Lee and just all the, all the, all, all the stories crazy of the, stories. Those, yeah.
1: Just with all the different people, like all, the, all our heroes and stuff like that. And like how
2: he even was telling like, the war between, you know, them and DC and yeah, you know, they would do stuff to mess with them. And that was so cool to just sit and listen to them talk. And, you know, every older person's got some crazy stuff if you sit down and listen, yes. but Tom Palmer being like the godfather of inking. Yes. Oh man. He had some stories and you would just sit there and smile as he spoke because you were learning some awesome things. Uh, and then Joe Sabino. Joe Sabino is a letter,
1: uh, one of the VC letterers. He actually lives around here. Comes in for his books. Um,
2: Signs stuff for us so all yeah, the time. Yeah. Rebecca
1: Isaac, the cover art. She does the cover art. Uh, Danny Lore. Danny Lore. We we met. Um, and then uh, we had Mean Gene here two months before. Three months before he died. Mean Gene Okerman.
2: Yeah, from wrestling. We did.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. yeah, and he. Uh, the only thing I wanted was for him to cut a promo with sitting next to me.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: he did this big, long promo that I still have saved on my phone. He looked terrible. He was obviously in very bad health, but he sounded just like Mean Gene. It was one of the coolest things. I've also, uh, Alan Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, the guy who played Skeletor, the original Skeletor. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I had him uh, record something for my brother as Skeletor. So, like, he did this big, long speech I recorded on my cell phone. I got to say, all all the creators and all the the actors that I've met, they've all been super cool. Mm -hmm. You know, none of them blow you off, like, go away. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the guys who played uh, the mutant leader on Gotham, Sid O'Connell... It's it's like hanging out with uh, every Bob. show, every show, big show that he's at. Hey guys, and he comes running up. He's big, a small, giant guy. He's a six foot five muscles, bodybuilder, all muscles. <laughs> I remember, I'm a large man. You know, I'm I'm a heavy set human being. And the second time I ever met him, husky, yeah, husky, he comes running up to me. He lifts me in the air and squeezed me. He popped a vertebrae in my back. I was in pain for <laughs> these. The next time I saw him, he came running up to give me another hug. I was like, Sid, stop. It was like a puppy. I'm like, no, don't hug me. You hurt me. And he's like, I'm sorry. People are awesome. This That's that's why I love the industry because nobody's got that big head. It's it's uh, love for
0: everyone. Okay. No one that most, I've met.
2: Most of the people that we've associated with are Are awesome. awesome and it's all people. love. It's all love. Everybody wants to just – bs about what we love and mm-hmm. it's such a cool industry i mean look at us right now yes. we're sitting here talking to you you know who is a quarter across the you know world three thousand
0: right you know 3, 000,
2: and we're talking about comics like that's insane to me wow. you know we've never met we've you know we've we've talked online yeah and it's this isn't awkward it's just like we've been friends for years it's, yeah it's a really cool industry man this is a great industry
1: yeah, no, there's definitely some cool people. In that's universe. why
2: I think comics. That's another reason I think comics are, you know, going to be around a long time because there's just there's so much love in this industry. And again,
1: I, again, I, I said not to be. I don't want to be political at all, but part of the issues with comics, though, is and again it goes back to the further question about comics in the future is you know all of the you know uh, the you know trying to integrate and make things better while trying to keep the people who want their original things original and trying to get everybody to come together. It's like, that's not the only pro- issue I see in, in, in any of this. It's just, you know, and it might take a while, but that's, you know,
2: we'll be fine. It works yeah. itself out. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay.
1: You know, too many people fighting over really silly, silly things.
0: Oh, that's, that's the world. Yeah. Um, what were are you- um, your guys' best
2: convention moments. So definitely, the Alan Oppenheimer thing was really awesome. That's but awesome. really, I gotta say that the the best shows, the best conventions, are by that guy John Paul. The community he's built. I you know, there's never any theft. There's no fighting. There's go
1: tos like, hey, I need this book. Why don't we get this? Call this guy. I'll give this guy a call. Like we're, it's a small community of sellers and most, and listen, there's only a handful of shops that do the shows. We're one of them. But like, it's everyone's just got each other's back. Yep. And nobody's trying to pull one over every seller right in the beginning goes walking around. Hey man, can I get that? And then everybody, every seller except one will give, would like hooks you up. Good. You know,
2: we actually, I, I met John Paul um because back, I don't know, a while. maybe we maybe the, the second month I was open third month I was open one of his longtime sellers uh, lost his collection in a fire
1: oh yeah That's and he
2: was like 70 years old uh, so John Paul I just happened to stumble across it while I was on my own social media asked if anybody could chip in so I showed up to one of the shows the shows have like a I don't know, two to three year waiting list if you want to sell there. So you
1: know, they're in uh, one of them's in a, in a community center, where it's like a, bas- a big gymnasium. Mm-hmm. One of them like a, a small hotel banquet room. Yep. Like they're not, they're very. They're
2: small shows, small and companies. they're comics. There's no like, yeah, it's all for. Comics. There's no cosplay. There's mm-hmm. rarely toys. It's comics. Yeah. But I went and donated four boxes of comics to a mm-hmm. man I didn't know, and John Paul, the the guy that runs it, was so taken back. By that that the following month he said you know I have an opening you want in and I said there's a wait list and he said not for you And then, said, not for what you did
1: and then we got we paid for life after yeah we that. paid
2: for a life table and and then
1: uh, the other thing too is something uh, what happened with John Paul and we got we raised we got everybody to raise money for him
2: oh yeah he, he had a he had a something happened you know, a car, leaky roof a it room, was a leaky roof and you know r- r- we raised r- everybody you know wanted to chip in because he's so giving and we all raised money for him and Like I said, it's all off. it's Mm -hmm. this, he's great. And those are my, you know, we've had, we've done the bigger shows. They're, they've always, they're always fun. The mid
1: majors. But the,
2: yeah, right. But the local shows, man, because there's just a vibe. You You know, know everyone. Right. You know, everybody I'm walking around singing, like I'm a human jukebox and people are laughing. It's just, it doesn't feel like you're there eight hours. It's like, and
1: that's the thing with like Garnet State Comic Expo or whatever. It's great. We like doing it. There's cool stuff. I met Garth Ennis. Um, I talked to Gail Simone, who I thought was like is one Jay of my favorite. Lee. Right? Jay Lee Because like you know Gail Simone's one of my favorite writers. <clears throat> you know I follow her on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she actually, actually had a conversation with me. Like um, you know, uh, and people trust me have much better stories than I do because I rarely go and talk to people. But like um, uh, the one of the, the guy who looked exactly like Sergeant Slaughter, I made him. Put Matt in a headlock for a picture. Uh, <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, that guy. Patrick great. Skelton. Yeah, I can't remember his name. That's He's his name. great. Yeah. Um, we had. uh I taught Meredith Finch. David Finch's wife was there.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I
1: love. I love David Finch. Like he t- every David Finch cover I can get my hands on, regardless of the book. I'll buy. It. I'll take it because yep. I just love his art. Uh, there's something about it um and so she was there and i was like hey i really like your book rose that you did at the time. i'm like i have um the first two the first two arcs yeah, if you don't mind signing them for me so no problem so she's talking for a second i'm like just saying you no know, and i hope this isn't too uh, david is one of my favorite artists of all time if you could just <laughs> let him know and she goes, and she's like he would be thrilled to hear that and i will definitely <laughs> tell him so like so there's all like little, little encounters from doing those shows, but it's, you know, every year it's the same, you know, you're going to talk to the same people. How many times do we see, um, uh, the guy uh, who wears the, uh, not shooter, is it shooter? Who's at all of them who, uh, I don't know. There's usually guys like the same guys who do. Larry Hamada Ham, does like all of the all shows. They're yeah. Local, yeah. well,
2: they're yeah. local though. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
1: So like, there's not you'll see the same guys at, like a ton of these things. Mm-hmm. It's, um, but at least at like Garden State and stuff like that, you can actually get a chance, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just, like you go to any of the, you know, New York, MICC, you're not going to talk uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, Green Emerald, like you're not gonna. It's not you know, San Diego. Like I, I'm never going back to New York Comic Con. Like you know, last time I went, I was 17. Never yeah, going back there. Uh, but the locals—it's great. It's great just sitting there; it doesn't feel like work. No, you know? you know everybody's just like you know you you can you know who you know who's gonna try to give you a hard time ahead of, beforehand. You know what I mean? Like you know that oh, it's that guy that guy's gonna try to pull pulling one over on us. That uh, these people will buy whatever because they just love it. You know, you know what people are looking for. So sometimes you're like, hey man, I just got these. Uh, you know spider-man 280 to, to uh, 295 and, I, and you were missing oh yeah yeah I wasn't so it's you know i don't know it's always fun it's fun yeah
0: <laughs> so again i'm sorry so the that um show that john paul runs again what's the name of it again for our listeners if they're you know when's pandemic is over and they want to in their new jersey they want to go and when when is the the show that is when does it usually tell What month then? Um, it's
1: njcomicbookshows.com.
0: Okay, uh, and,
2: and he does he does three towns. He does ha- well. He does four towns. Um, so it depends on the month. Okay, uh, one is like a third Sunday. One is a second Sunday. Okay, so really you have to you have to go to that website and. Well, he'll do. It's like
1: in the towns. There's four different towns. it uh, will let you know. Um, some of them aren't doing it yet, like because one of the towns, Clifton, which is like the the bigger one, um, they're not allowing the gap, that big of a gathering yes, yet. Right. Um, but like Wayne, the one of the other towns, they can do it. Um, so you that it's a local show in New Jersey. I'm sure most places have them, but he's been doing it for a really long time, so he's got a, a lot of people, a lot of people going. You know? So it, it really helps. That would us. be
2: your best way is just to go on his website and see you know what month is. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's the same thing on Facebook too. Yeah, and NJ comic book shows.
0: Okay, all right. Um, what is your favorite restaurant in the area you guys live in, and what is your favorite dish from that restaurant?
2: So, for in Ramsey, from where the shop is, my favorite's actually a Japanese place called Sarku and I get the teriyaki chicken with noodles extra sauce because who doesn't like extra teriyaki sauce No, <laughs> and it is so good so good
1: um mine's actually because i just i just realized this too because i didn't think it was in ramsey um it's called kinchley's tap and open for a hundred years um it's bar pizza in a small little it's a bar and like a little restaurant small you get i get two bacon pies and some fried ravioli so good. That's it, and a nice and a beer, and I'm good to go. Um, there's there, this area though in Bergen County is a great place for food. Yeah, like, there's you know, Varka. There's, there's a Greek restaurant that's yeah um, wins Cafe every P- year. Cafe Panache, yeah. right there. Le Art, the bakery. Like there's tons of in in Ramsey just by itself, but just in Northern Bergen County, you can always find something there's, good. There's great. That's recipes.
2: why I'm heavy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're both big for a reason. Yeah, dude, man, I'm also you know I'm heavy too. So okay. <laughs> Hawaii oh, has it has great food here as well, too. Oh uh, yeah, I couldn't go there. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna start wrapping this up. So again, um, can you guys promote, you know, the store's social media platforms again?
1: All right. So the website is gucomicshop.com. Correct. On there has the links. Ha- I the links for everything are on there. Um on on uh the, on uh we're gotham underground on instagram mm-hmm. and we are you can just look for gotham underground on facebook but it's actually gotham underground cs if you're looking but if you
2: type in gotham underground it you should pop yeah, up yeah you should first find it that pops
1: up. and then on twitter we are the one that i always forget uh we are sorry uh at gu comic shop Okay. So cause, you know, I was too stupid in the beginning. Well, no, he started it because he started Facebook first. Mm-hmm. So he, he started it and then I had to, then I couldn't get them all to be the same and now it's too late. So
2: is what it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, any last
2: words to our listeners? Yeah. Just thank you. Really. You know, keep, keep supporting your local, you know, not, this isn't just about us. There's, there's, you know, enough to go around for everybody. Box retail isn't the way, you know, shop small, you know, and that's outside of just comics, you know, small businesses in general, support them all you can. You know, they, they're, trust me, they're doing everything they can to help you. Um, So just please support your local shops, no matter what they are.
1: Yeah. I said like, you can get, you can get things cheaper Mm -hmm. other places. um, But, you know this money is actually where it's going right you know you you go you send your money to amazon you don't know what robots getting it you know i mean jeff bezos made he got you know his divorce was 38 million dollars he made 35 million dollars in february like 35 billion i'm sorry so he 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 remade up his thing like where's that where's all that money go who knows you know we know the money goes to matt goes to his family goes to buy new books Mm -hmm. like Make you the know? shop better. Like all those, all these stores on Main Street, or Main Street, USA, anywhere. It's the same, you know, yep. like you just you wanna, you know, and um, pick up your pull list. Pick up your pulls. I can't stress that enough.
0: That's a big, uh, everybody, everyone, I will okay. tell you that. But yeah. I will. But, let me, let me say this because 20 years ago at another local shop, same thing with me. One day I had a call like a month later, like, um, are you picking up your books? You know, this is a shop that closed a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. that.
2: No, it is. Like, I've seen, it hasn't really happened to us, but I've seen shops post, you know, here's our people I didn't pick up. And it's like almost $9,000 worth of books. Mm. And you're in an industry where it's the flavor of the week, you know, and I would have sold out of that book if you didn't reserve it. Yes. But now I can't sell it. Yeah. So, so it's it, doesn't, it's, it's, it doesn't
1: happen as much with us. And, you know, it's also, uh, you know, you can pick up the phone, you can send us a message anywhere uh-huh. and just say, Hey guys, I won't be able to make it in until X date. Um, and we're fine with that. Okay. Now, if you say like, I won't be in until six months, we're going to have a different conversation. right? Yeah, but, you is. know, but yeah, but like, you just let us know ahead of time. Yeah. We're good. But just, you know, ghosting on it. It's like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: but it doesn't happen that often. So and you, do. we make those calls. We've made those emails. We made those calls. You know, mm-hmm. but, but you know, yeah, that's definitely that is a big that is a big thing. Pick up your balls. Pick up your balls. <laughs> but, you Yeah, know, and I said, enjoy and enjoy this.
2: Yeah, enjoy, you know, enjoy, that's enjoy. another thing. Enjoy the hobby. Yeah, it's yeah. not all about flipping and stuff. Enjoy the books. Yeah. you know, comic books are awesome. They are, you know, an escape. They are great on the imagination they're great for your kids they help kids read that you know don't want to read a book
1: yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry to cut you off but the reason i got back into comic books was when i had i had my first two seizures this is you know years and years ago but i couldn't read like i could read but i couldn't read like i like like i'm sitting at a book and i'd forget what happened two pages beforehand but i could follow sequential art Uh And because I was able to follow sequential art, reading comic books was the only thing I could do. That was still like, um, and I'm a I'm an avid reader, so like, to take that away from me was horrible. But to get back into the comic books, and it just so happened that the Before Watchmen stuff was coming out, Uh and I was like, I love Before Watchmen, so I started buying that, and I just started buying everything. Um, And you know, it, it, it helps if you're sick. If you're again, kids, so many kids who have reading issues you know yeah comic books and and it helps them so much uh
2: yeah so parents like your kids buy comics again
1: like don't be taken don't be taken advantage of by people on ebay or spec people you know listen like you want some variant cover that you think is great some clayton crane variant cover that they're trying to sell for a hundred dollars and yeah the market might might be a hundred dollars right now it's not always going to be a hundred dollars wait two months don't you know like listen and that's bad for us for me to say you're giving me a look but no I'm... but like you know i mean like as, as a collector somebody to read like you don't have to necessarily buy, go crazy buying all this stuff just enjoy it have fun you know spend your money just spend your money wisely yeah you know? i don't know and... and follow our social media because sometimes i do silly stuff true <laughs> sometimes not the silly stuff did, uh, the chip challenge one time
0: and so you know all right you know. guys i'm going to end this here. thank matt bob thank you very much for your yeah. time. thank you very much you know thank you for talking about the history of you know you know of the store you know thank you for you know talking about the challenges and the strengths that you you know that you guys you know um the different skill sets you guys learned during the pandemic. And, you know, thank you for talking about, you know, the future of where you guys want to go. Of you course. Know, thank a pleasure. You very yeah. much. Thank you. Fun. Yeah. Until next time, guys, aloha. 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 That was my interview with Matt and Bob of Gotham Underground Comics and Collectibles. Now, I just want to give, you know, a few shout outs. You know, first off, I want to thank Matt and Bob for giving me the opportunity to interview them, and to thank them for their time, you know, um, for them to you know, like tell me the rich history of you know how Gotham Underground Comics got started, you know, to the challenges that they faced during the pandemic and how they overcame those um, challenges, and also you know what I really loved about this interview was you know their optimism of the comic book um, the comic book industry. And their optimism, you know, for you know, the store's future. So again, Matt and Bob, thank you very much. I also want to thank Drew. You know, um, he's one of the co-hosts of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. You know, so Drew, thank you for always letting me contribute to your podcast. Thank you very much for doing all the heavy lifting behind the scenes for putting this episode together. Thank you very much. Now, if you are a new listener to the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast, please check out their weekly episode that comes out every Saturday. My Ohioan brothers Drew and Kyle do spec picks of new releases that come out every Tuesday and Wednesday. And finally, I want to thank you, the listeners. You know, thank you very much for listening to this interview and. Thank you very much for your time. I know, you know, this this interview went long. So again, thank you very much for your time. And thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha.